All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. It appears that at least some of the Corinthians were like many people today who merely believe that Jesus was a great teacher and a worthy example of the way of love. They believe that the stories of Jesus' resurrection were merely symbols pointing to the triumph of the human spirit and that Jesus' influence is what was resurrected and would live on after his death. They did not say, in other words, they did not say, the resurrection is all a myth, therefore we must reject it. Rather, like many professing Christians today, they said the resurrection is a myth, therefore we must reinterpret it. And that is where we find ourselves today with many professing Christians. They simply attempt to reinterpret the resurrection of Jesus. Rather than saying the resurrection of Jesus is not literal, it is not physical, it did not actually happen within human history, therefore it is of no value. They simply attempt to reinterpret the resurrection to say it doesn't have to be literal, it doesn't have to be actual, historical, physical, in order to have value. The value is simply the symbol, the metaphor. The value is what we make of it. But brothers and sisters, if this is the case, we do not need Christ. We have William Wallace for that. We have Joan of Arc for that. We have Polycarp, we have William Tyndale. History is rife with examples of men and women, predominantly men, who died a martyr's death, a loving, sacrificial death on behalf of their fellow man, people who paid the ultimate price. We have, well, we have all sorts of individuals just within American history. People who die. That's what Memorial Day is all about. Someone laying down their life in the pursuit of duty and freedom and prosperity so that others might live. But what the Apostle Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 12 through 19 is that Christ's resurrection is much more than merely an example of sacrificial love. Jesus himself says, a man has no greater love than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It is true, scripturally, that the cross, the crucifixion of Jesus, is a moral example of sacrificial love. 
But that is not all that the crucifixion is. If that is all that the crucifixion is, then there is no gospel and there is no salvation. And you and I are still dead in our sins underneath the white hot wrath of God. Christus Victor is an appropriate view of the crucifixion. The moral example is an appropriate view of the crucifixion. The ransom atonement is not an appropriate view of the crucifixion because it raises Satan to a pedestal and height that he does not deserve, nor does he in actuality achieve. The idea that God would have to pay a ransom to his enemy in order to take us back. God doesn't have to pay a ransom to Satan in order to redeem us. God can just crush Satan. You only pay a ransom when you're not able to overcome your threat. But that is not the case. Jesus is put forward as a ransom of sorts. The better word would be propitiation, but not to pay Satan, but to pay God. God the Father puts forward God the Son as payment to God the Father for the atonement of our sin. It is God who needed to be satisfied, not the devil. It is God's justice that demanded recompense. There is no forgiveness of sin apart from blood. The book of Hebrews teaches that. The book of Hebrews also teaches us that the blood of bulls and goats will never take away sin. So it must be blood, but it cannot be merely the blood of animals. It is the blood of Christ. It is his atonement, his propitiation, satiating sacrifice, his death, his payment that satisfies not Satan's wickedness, but rather God's justice, so that God who is thrice holy can pardon sinners without compromising his righteousness. The cross at Calvary in the death of Jesus is where both the perfect righteousness and justice as well as mercy and grace of God kiss, as it were. Neither compromising the other. This is the view of penal substitutionary atonement. The death of Jesus is an example, a moral example, which we as his disciples should seek to follow, that we should be willing to sacrifice our very lives for others. Sacrificial love, the moral example. Christus Victor, that Christ is raised and ruling and conquering. This is also true and biblical. But apart from penal substitutionary atonement, we lose the entirety of the Christian faith. It is the heart of the gospel. That Christ is our substitute. He did not merely die as example. He died in our place. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of of the world. He died as a substitute in your place for your sin. His death should have been your death. 
And his life is not a life that you and I deserve. But rather, because of God's mercy and grace, we have been granted eternal life, and he paid the penalty, the wages of our sin, which is death, so that we might live forevermore with him. Can I be frank with you for just a second, right here at the end? Look, some of you guys, you're financially supporting this ministry, and from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. I cannot thank you enough. However, some of you, you just, you can't afford it. In fact, some of you, you shouldn't afford it. Let's be honest. I mean, we're living in Joe Biden's ridiculous economy. Our nation and our totalitarian political elites lost their minds over the last three years due to COVID. We have written checks that we simply cannot cash. It doesn't matter if people change the definition of a recession. We are living in a recession right now regardless. Some of you are struggling to afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. You cannot support financially this ministry at this time, nor should you. But you could still help us tremendously. I am asking you, please, if you're willing to do so, Take one minute of your time. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever that might be. This is the way the system works. We want to be innocent as doves, but shrewd as vipers. We need to be strategic. You leave us a five-star review, and our podcast shows up for more people. And the Word of God and courageous theology applied in practical ways to every realm of life gets out there. Help us get it out there. Thanks for tuning in.